What's happening guys and welcome to another episode of the Body Mind Matter podcast with your host, Ryan Stewart. Tonight I'm going to answer a question from my Quora, which keeps on popping up. A lot of questions in around this topic and I think I should really give you guys an answer to it. I'm going to do this in podcast form. Um, the question basically comes out here. It says, how does oxygen play a critical role in killing cancer cells? I've also had questions like, how does the keto diet kill cancer cells? Um, how come in lab studies, research studies, you know, things like urine, water, everything can kill cancer cells? And why does that not translate into then patient models or whatever therapeutics are made for patients? And that's exactly the reason it doesn't. It doesn't translate from the from the bench side success of killing uh, the bulk of tumour cells. This doesn't really translate into even killing the cancer stem cells which are really the main drivers of progression, invasion and metastasis of cancer within the body. So it doesn't really translate into real patients, into real life. And as we know, cancer is a real life problem. So bench-side success in the lab and uh, cultured cells and marine models, mouse models, it doesn't really work. So oxygen really playing a critical role in killing cancer cells. I think this theory has been disproven by recent research, to be honest. I mean, Otto Warburg, I think it was in the early 1900s, sort of discovered that cancer switches to anaerobic glycolysis and then this provides energy through fermentation due to fatty or, or faulty respiration, sorry. But to be honest, I mean, this probably happened at a time whenever the cancer stem cells were in cuisines, whenever they were not, you know, proliferating towards the blood supply to differentiate. And the term Warburg effect in oncology describes the observation that cancer cells and many cells grown in vitro Again, as the cell cultures exhibit glucose fermentation, even when enough oxygen is present to properly respire. In other words, instead of fully respiring in the presence of adequate, adequate oxygen, the cancer cells actually ferment. And these cells are in vitro, meaning the culture cells, they don't really recapitulate or mimic the tumour microenvironment at all within a real patient, within real life. They may even be transformed cells, and that's a big thing too. Sometimes these cells are actually just transformed cells, they're programmed to do so within marine models and within cell cultures and they're not really true cancers and furthermore to me it appears to be evidence from the current research that cancer stem cells apologies can't even speak the cancer stem cells actually switch to lower energy production in the hypoxic niche when they are in cuisines however as the cancer cells then begin to proliferate they require more energy and they move towards a blood supply where they can differentiate further this is why hypoxia is associated with the centre of a tumour. And it doesn't really mean that cancer cells can't use, cannot use oxygen. I mean, of course they can. And the entire cancer rogue organ will need the same nourishment as any other organ in the body. And um, I'll probably link a wee research paper below this podcast to let you guys read around the topic. Um, looking at one group of cells within the niche, I don't think it's going to give you the full picture. I think that's the problem with a lot of these questions. Um, we're getting research papers that... Certain diets can kill cancer, water, urine, at the, and the lab bench studies can really kill cancer cells. Again, it may be just transformed cells that are genetically programmed to do so. Um, I think there needs to be a much greater understanding of cancer stem cell heterogeneity and complexity from within the cancer niche to solve any of these problems. And also the idea that the keto diet is able to stop cancer as well. I mean, it's been proven by recent research that I mean, adipocytes can release adipokines, which actually attract fatty acids, and um, 
from cells in order to feed cancer cells. So the fatty acids that you're consuming from your keto diet, the adipocytes can still attract them to feed the cancer cells. So it's not really a good idea. And I know there's been books written this and there's been research written on this. But again, it's lab research, it's cell cultures and it's transgenic mice probably that are given these results. And <clears throat> I don't think that really um, can be translated then into therapeutics for humans or else. I mean, no one will be walking around with cancer if they're on the keto diet. So hope this clears a few things up for uh, the people that are asking these questions. And I will be back with more of these sort of answers to help clear things up for you guys. Um, let me know what you think of these little short podcasts when I am answering questions from Quora. Um, let me know if they help. And I will speak to all you guys soon again.